Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. Ruth Sanderson is a 30-year-old animal behaviourist uh, from the UK and she explained in an article in the Daily Mail why her three rescue dogs are vegans. Yes, you heard me right. That wasn't the radio playing tricks on you. Yes, her three dogs are vegans. They're meat-free. She says that she and her partner are ethical vegans. That's not a surprise. So she says it felt wrong to feed her dogs the bodies of other living creatures. She says, though, that she also had to make sure that the dogs are eating nutritiously. And uh, she is on the line to talk to me a little bit more about it. Ruth, good afternoon to you. Uh, good afternoon. Okay, so you're, all three of them are vegans. What type of dogs have you got, by the way? Um, I've got a Yorkie, a Collie Cross and a Greyhound. So the Greyhound and the Collie Cross are both 14 and the Yorkie is just a pain in the ass puppy. Right, oh, okay. sorry. Yeah, well, I, it's okay. All right, I'm so sorry, I'm no, so don't nervous. be sorry. He's a pain in the ass puppy. He's a pain in the ass puppy. That's okay to he say is. that. Some puppies are just a pain in the ass. Uh, oh, right, he's because, getting better. He's getting older. Okay, and okay. So you and your partner are ethical vegans. Um, yes, we're for, vegans for all the ethical reasons, and that's fine. And you know, there's always the argument between the vegans and the non-vegans. I'm a non-vegan. Um, mm-hmm. I I appall cruelty to obvious cruelty to animals or animals used for entertainment purposes, like zoos and circuses and all that kind of thing. But in saying that, I'm going to be a complete hypocrite and say I love a good burger and a steak, right? Because as a human being, I consider myself um, not to be a herbivore or not to be a carnivore, but to be an omnivore. So that's just my opinion on it, and I'm sure you have your own. But your dog doesn't have an opinion. You're forcing your opinion on him or her, be the case. Uh, yes. Well, firstly, I'd say that um, my dogs aren't vegan. They're plant-based. I think that's quite an important difference because veganism is actually an ethical stance. And last time I checked, my dogs can't sit down and have a conversation with me over that. Mm. Um, so, uh, yes, you are forcing your views. We force our views on dogs in lots of different ways. We force it in training. We force it through the different vaccinations. We force it through spay and neuter. And I'm, I'm providing them a good quality, nutritionally complete diet that doesn't cause the suffering of other animals. And I love them very much. And so I, was, I would never do anything that would cause them um, to but, be unwell. But are dogs and cats, not? do they not evolve to sort of subsist on a meat-based diet in the first place? I mean, canines and felines' bodies, they're not really built to subsist singularly or, or just singularly on plant matter. I mean, Well, canines and uh, felines are very different. And uh, felines definitely not my area of expertise. So okay, well, well, let's stick to the canines. And is the clue not yeah, in the title, so, canine? Yeah, well, exactly. So, but one of the um, major differences, people think that dogs are wolves. Well, they are. The they come from, well, don't they come? Well, let's they be clear. They come from a grey wolf 15,000 years ago. Wolves. Yeah. Exactly. Well, somewhere, apparently, potentially up to 40,000 years ago. But the major difference between dogs and wolves, apart from the behaviour side, is they're actually able to digest starch dogs. That's, that's carbohydrates. They also have much lower protein and amino acid requirements. And they can easily utilise vitamin A and D from plant sources, just like we do. So they're, they're well, some of us capable. do. Some of us need a little bit of help every now and again with supplements. Yeah. Well, no, vitamin A and D, you should be able to. Yeah, but I, I know. Veg- no sun. 
Yeah, but Ruth, I know vegans who take supplements and amino acids and stuff like that as well because they're not getting everything from their food that they need to get. Um, so, you know, and that's not for every vegan, by the way. Some vegans are quite live quite happily on a vegan diet and that's fine. But some vegans do have to take supplements because whatever way their body breaks down different amino acids for the brain, etc. and all that kind of carry on. But anyway, look, but the most obvious sign, I suppose, that an animal needs what I believe an animal needs a meat-based diet is actually the setup of their digestive system, specifically the ratio of the gut length and their body size. Every living thing will require the same six nutrients, as you know, protein, fat, carbohydrates, water, minerals, and vitamins. So, but surely by their, the base, on the basis of their gut size and digestive system, that gives us a clue that they're not carnivores, but they're certainly not herbivores, but they're omnivores. Uh, yeah, I don't deny that they're omnivores. However, they're, they're, as long as they can get the nutrients and that they're bioavailable. So the but why would you do that? But, why would you do, if you, but you're admitting that they're omnivores. So why would you... What's the problem is that, that they're omnivores, but why would I cause unnecessary harm to sentient beings? You know, I go to a farmed animal sanctuary in Ireland. I know perfectly well that these the animals that would be in their food... Uh, they have personalities, that they're sentient. My dogs are very healthy, the vets agree. I mean, 14-year-old greyhounds, not exactly bad, is it? Um, the vets, we get them checked at the checkups, as everyone should do. Mm-hmm. And they're all very healthy, fit and healthy dogs. My 14-year-old's already been for a five-mile walk this morning and she'll go out again. Um, and she's a fit and healthy dog. So if, if there's no need, and there isn't, to, co- to support the exploitation inherent to the animal use industry and also the environmental damage, because actually dogs have actually quite high environmental impacts because of the fact that they eat meat. And they fart. Well, <laughs> well actually, mine don't. I'm so lucky mine don't. Ah, you oh, yeah, Jesus Christ, my dog farts. Uh, but oh, really? the, the difference oh, between dog farts and human farts, you, the, the, you don't get a tip off with a dog fart because there's no noise. It's just silent. And you're, oh, and you're in the front oh, room. <laughs> you're in the front room, and she always notices it first because she does this kind of thing where something's just bit her bum. She kind of goes and looks, and then all of a sudden you go, "Ah, oh, no, Millie! Wow, Millie, what did you do that for?" <laughs> but of course, now my dog is actually on a specific diet because she had pancreatitis, so she oh, okay. she's on a. Well, she got it three years ago, and she nearly died on us. But she's fine now, but she's on medicated food all the time. Um, So she probably is on a plant-based diet all the time, so I'm probably being a bit of a hypocrite here. My best friend's uh, dog actually um, had pancreatitis before she before my friend went vegan and she also put her Rottweiler was oh, very, very ill. It's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And she was, uh, she's been fed on a plant-based diet and the vet initially said, I don't think this can work. And then she brought her back and he went, I can't believe how healthy she is because yeah. it's a, it is, you know, no, it, well, it's Millie is crazy thing. healthy now. She's grand. She's, now, she's oh, 12. Fantastic. She's a Maltese. But if I even gave her, and I've, I've done it once or twice over the last two years, um, you know, if you even gave, give her like a, a slice of a little bit of a sausage just as a little treat from the table or something like that, she'll end up back in the vet. Um, oh, yeah. And that, yeah, that's the problem so with pancreatitis when you when a dog has it that badly that even the slightest, something slightly different at all can put them back in the vet. But getting back to the ethics of this whole thing, and I'm I'm not going to argue with you, Ruth, in relation to your ethics. Your ethics are different to mine. And I'm, look, yeah. there's no loss as we all have to have the same ethical views on life, right? But it, But it does come down to a dog being, by your own admission, 
uh, an omnivore and you forcing your ethical views on the dog. Now, yes, you're right. We do domesticate animals. We tell them when we're bringing them for a walk and we make decisions for them. But in saying that, dogs don't have ethical views. You know, I mean, dogs chase things and, and, and they are scavengers by nature. If you go back in time, cats would be the same. They're scavengers by nature. They love little mice and bringing gifts to the door, etc. So, I mean, to take that away from them, is there something not wrong with that? Why? The majority of dogs are fed on kibble. I think you'd probably agree with that. The major- yeah. Most dogs are fed on kibble. There's very little difference. My dogs don't walk up to the kibble and go, sniff, sniff, ooh, there's no, there's no meat in this. I better not eat this. I'm being, <laughs> I'm being exploited. What they do is they go up and go, food, time to eat. And all three of them are scoffing away. So it doesn't, it doesn't make any difference to them. Like I said, they're not, they're not vegan. They're fed a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And so what I do is make sure that my dogs are happy and they're healthy, that they're cared for. Like, unfortunately, unfortunately a lot of dogs aren't. I'm in dog rescue. And so the fact that it, there's no meat in the dog food doesn't, doesn't matter at all because they're, they're healthy and they're happy. And the vets are happy and my vets aren't vegan. Okay, but Adrian says here, he says, Hi now, I'll put a juicy steak or a vegan alternative in front of them and I guarantee you the steak will go first. Vegan dog, me hat, he says. What's the world coming to? What next? They'll be eating grass, says Adrian. Has he got a one? You know, I mean, I understand. Yeah, they don't have cellulose. Although, (laughs) dogs eat grass, it's made them sick. Um, Made themselves sick. Um, But no, I have no no doubt. Although, having said that, they do really like, um, we give them some, like, vegan vegan meat, you know, vegan meat alternatives, and they like them. And I have no doubt they would. In the same way, my greyhound has got a complete obsession with chocolate. We obviously don't give it to her. No, it's dangerous. She's completely, yes, it is. Yeah. She's completely obsessed with it. I've so she's, no and she's stolen why. the odd Easter egg on you? Uh, she might have stolen the odd bit. She <laughs> stole some chocolate with first shot her. By the way, quick, quick, nice quick reminder for people, we're coming close to Easter. Please. Yeah, keep the Easter eggs away from the dogs. Now, okay, but Ruth, now I'm, I'm not going to have a go at you because you sound like a lovely lady, right? But generally speaking, vegans, they're wonderful people for forcing their views on others and telling everybody else how we should be all living our lives. Now, I'm not going to tell you to go off there to Kentucky Fried Chicken and get yourself a burger and you might enjoy it. So I'm not going to say that to you. But, although you might, you never know. Um, I'm not going to say they that to you. Vegan, they do a vegan one. I know they do. Well, they, they, they do a vegan. Now, this is the funniest thing. Kentucky Fried Chicken do vegan chicken nuggets, Right. Why do they use the word chicken when it's not actually chicken? Why are you robbing our words now as well? Okay, but anyway, back to the subject. The point is, you should have your ethical views. And if you want to do that, and by the way, there's no evidence uh, that vegans live longer than meat eaters, provided the meat eater, by the way, is doing it proportionately and not, you know, filling their gut full of steaks all day, every day of the week, uh, and being obese or anything like that. But we live more or less the same length of time, right? Um, so why why do you think vegans like to force their views? Not you generally, but I'm just saying vegans in general. Why do you think they like to force their views on other people? Well, it, it comes down to everything in ethics, doesn't it? It's, it's the same way that uh, those who are involved in uh, human rights things might say you should only buy fair trade, and I, I would agree with them, um, or you should do your best to do that. And that you could say that's being forced your views on. For us, it's not about health. Veganism, like I said earlier, is an ethical stance. So it's something we're very passionate about. You know, we see the individuals. Someone may see a chicken and they think of them as, as food, whereas we see them as individuals. But and, I don't see it like that. See, yeah, but I think most meat eaters, 
don't see little porky pig running around and think, mmm, rashers and sausages. Or I don't see a cow in a field and go, God, I wouldn't mind a burger. So I, I, that's not the way we think. And I don't know how long you're a vegan. A um, uh, long time, yeah. Okay, but you were a meat eater at one stage, weren't you, Ruth? Absolutely. Yeah, but you I didn't was, think like that. Terrible. Well, actually, well, I was a bit of an idiot. Okay, um, I, was, I was quite, I was quite young, and um, and I, I, well, I understood that bacon comes from pigs. I don't think it had quite, it quite got to me that um, that these animals are equally sentient. The pigs are more intelligent than dogs, and once I realised that, and I realised that. You know, I do. I do, I like meat. I'm not going to deny that. I was, um, and definitely milk. My parents were not very. Yeah, and a nice pizza every now and again. Um, and yeah. Do you not miss, Ruth? Do you not miss it all? Do you not miss munching on a pizza or a glass of milk? Oh, I get pizza. Pizza Hut. I don't know about in Ireland. I have to a say, vegan but pizza, pizza Hut here does it. Papa John's <laughs> great v- pizza. A vegan pizza. So oh, no, one of my good. colleagues in work gave me. One of my colleagues in work gave me the other day, I think about a week ago, a vegan sausage roll. He said, just try it. And I ta- it was rotten. I tasted it. It was rotten. Was it? Yeah, it wasn't oh, nice no, at all. the Greg's one's great. The Greg's one's... You see, my parents are both non-vegans. Yeah, but you know and Greg is making a fortune out of you, don't you? You know, Greg's... Oh, oh I, don't, I don't care. As long as yeah. they keep me uh, full, I'm happy. Um, but uh, no, the, um, my parents are both non-vegans. And I got a t- um, message from my dad yesterday with a picture of the Marks and Spencer's Chicken Kiev, the vegan one. And he said, he said, this is, I can't believe this is vegan. And they, my mum went vegan for January, and they've she's continued it. And but it's not really a chicken all. Kiev, is it then? It's just a Kiev. No, no. So we, use, <laughs> we use the term because, to be honest, it's what people are used to. And so it's very, what do you call it? A, um, and it says meat-free, it says vegan, so you're mm. not going to get confused. All right, okay. So are you trying to encourage other people to force their dogs onto vegan diets? Force is a very... I, th- I think if we think about it environmentally, it's a very, it's an important thing to Ah, to it's not going to make a huge amount of the difference to the weather, to be honest with you. Now. A few dogs not eating meat is not going to make a difference well, to the weather. Well, it takes... It's its equivalent. A medium-sized dog fed on a, a, a meat-based diet is equivalent to running a 4.6 litre uh, Land Cruiser, oh, 10,000 kilometres a year. <laughs> All right, so okay. It's, it's surprising. It's actually surprisingly high. Right, okay. Um, and are people going to do it because of that? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Can can if what really we're talking to? Well, I well look, I well I have no problem with you doing it, Ruth, as long as your dogs. You say your dogs are well looked after. They're going to the vet regularly, and you don't see any signs that it's affecting Absolutely. them. Um, you know, and it's affecting their health in any way. I don't agree with it. Because I think I think dogs inherently. I know my little Millie can't obviously. Before, that's a different reason, a medical reason as to why she can't eat meat. But I don't agree with it. I I think it's unfair personally. I just think it's unfair on the dog. I think it's what they do naturally. They eat meat, and you know, and you know, if your dog could talk and decided he didn't want to do it anymore, that's fine. But your dog can't. Well, the same with the same with kibble. It's just feeding another kibble. It's like. Same for Millie. I imagine hers is a is it a kibble based food. It is kibble. Yeah. Probably, yeah. There's probably no. No difference whatsoever as far as the dogs are concerned. Uh, the do- my dogs are just fed, as far as they're concerned, they just fed another kibble. And then we, we, anything we're having extra, they get a bit extra as long as there's no onions in it. Um, and it's not too salty. Mm. Um, and they gobble up the food. 
you know, I've, I have to stop them going in, um, Molly going in, nicking Barry's because he's so little. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, it's been lovely talking to you, Ruth. Thank you very much, Need, for coming on the Everest. Ruth Sanderson, who's an animal behaviourist in the UK, who has three vegan dogs. Well, not vegan, but they're kind of vegetarian more so than vegan, to be honest, which is, she said, you know, it's just not, it's not all animal-based products. It's just obviously meat mainly that they don't eat. A lot of people are saying, uh, that's nuts, Niall. Well, it is nuts. Personally, I think it's nuts. But look, if somebody wants to do it and the animal is not suffering because of it, I don't see an issue with it. That's their own business. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits.